That's like that's one of those things that I I really love about that universe mm-hmm. is some things are so futury and some things are so archaic, and I think it's. Yeah, like, we have laser robots that basically have artificial intelligence, but also we have to put the Death Star plans on a floppy disk. Yeah. (laughs) You gonna cue me in? Go. Hello, and welcome back to the Sleeping Situation Podcast. I'm Ivy. I'm Matt. And uh, I apologize if my throat is all scratchy, because allergies are now. <clears throat> eh. Just allergies, I promise. So, uh, hey, what you been up to? Well, uh, firstly, I wanted to get some stuff out of the way, housekeeping, announcements. Uh, happy Memorial Day. Ah, uh, uh, yes. It is also our cat Ray's birthday. When you are listening to this. And... If it is Monday. It is Mon... Yeah. When it is Monday, <laughs> it will be our Cat Ray's birthday. And also, happy Star Wars Day. Indeed. Uh, everyone else is wrong. I am right. I think there can be more than one Star Wars Day. This, Why would we not want more than one? I'm not saying that there's not more than one. I'm saying that the one that is... The one is wrong. I'm saying that everyone else is wrong, and I'm right. I'm not even sure what you're saying they're wrong about. Um, I'm sorry that uh, we have had a pretty spotty upload schedule uh, of late. Um, my computer is dying. and um, A slow and painful death, unfortunately. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> the screen will turn green. All of the black in the screen turns like neon green. And also, I am entirely out of storage space. And the walls will ooze green slime. Thank you. Um, so hopefully within the next week or so, uh, I will have a new computer and this will no longer be an issue. We will lay it to rest with the other MacBook that's still sitting around our house that we don't know what to do with. Well, they said that they can fix that one Ah. and, and rebuild it. They can rebuild him? Make him faster. Strong. (laughs) We have the technology. Um... That's some uh, that's some vintage references right there. This is just a podcast of references. Everything we've said so far, every line is a reference to something. Yeah, every I've, single thing. Somebody somebody needs to like. We need somebody to edit, and they'll put like timestamps with all the references. <laughs> yeah, like there's a there's an appendix at the end with all the references. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> what was that? I'm, I'm thinking. That was me thinking. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm doing some computer shopping on the casual. Um, I did talk to the man at the computer repair store, who said they could rebuild my old computer, my original MacBook, um, from uh, that I had before podcasting days, um, or in starting with podcasting days. Yeah. Uh, the the reason that our podcast began like three months later than we had anticipated is because my first computer died. Correct. Um, But uh, they said they can rebuild it, and I'm thinking about having them do that. But I'm also a little weary of having them rebuild an already 10-year-old computer. Yeah. Even though it would have all the stuff that I want. I mean, I guess it's probably more what's inside it than matters, rather than, like, the shell. Yeah. So, Well, it's just my concern is something else inside of it breaking because it's old. Yeah. 
I don't know. Um, so I'm, I'm kicking around. Um, like, I've, I've been running on Macs. Um, I've been kicking around getting a PC as much as I, did. I would like to not do that. Um, it seems to be more financially responsible. Uh, and uh, I could probably get a better one uh, with more uh, computing power. I feel like the thing about a PC is you can spend whatever you want. You can buy a $100 one that's like, we'll check your email and stuff, but that's about it. <laughs> or you can get a fancy schmancy one for a lot of money right. that will, like, game and, you know... I just I need everything. I need if I get one. It's like Whereas as long it, as I can play Roller Coaster Tycoon. I mean that is what a PC is good for. Um, but uh, you know I bought that on Steam though. It's on my computer. Yeah. Okay. We, have, we haven't played it in a while. No. Maybe we, we can we do can't, that tonight. We can't get down. We can't go down that rabbit hole again. Oh, but what about tonight? <laughs> we just we just we've been doing the same thing for like a month. Let's play Roller Coaster Tycoon and get really into it again. Oh no. That sounds fun to me. It's a good thing we didn't remember that like during quarantine. I mean, it is still kind of quarantine. Well, it's going to come back in about three weeks. They're going to realize. Well, that and Cuphead. I'm glad that we... Uh, yeah, but when I got my new computer, I couldn't figure out how to like transfer like the save file, so we'd have to start over on oh, Cuphead. No. But we might be able to use the PS4 controller now because to, I have that little stick. Yes, Ivy got a, um, a wireless adapter. Uh, thing which it would be one thousand times easier to play Cuphead Absolutely. with a controller and not like the A S whatever right. keys it is. Um, so it's a uh, it's a it's a, an adapter to use with the uh, Switch. So Ivy can use her um, PS4 controller. Well, it's a USB, so you can put right. it into your Switch, or you can put it into your computer, I think, or you can put it into. There's a bunch of stuff you can use. I'm it on. sure it would work. I think so. Yes. Um, anyhow, uh, back to the topic at hand. I'm back to work now. And um, I don't believe I was working the last time we podcasted. Well, our last episode was like two weeks ago because it got delayed a bunch. Yeah. It was like Mother's Day-ish. Yes. Because we got mixed up. And then my computer was like, hey, you have no more memory. Uh, so I had to delete some stuff, which is not a game I enjoy playing. Um, and I just, I refuse to run my life off of flash drives. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I guess the, oh the short solution is I can delete most of my iTunes because Spotify, uh, as much as I like owning music, there's no reason I need to have a hundred gigs worth of music on here. That's probably true. That's a lot of music. Yes. Um, but see, I'm always like, but if I don't have physical copies of everything, the cat's going to jump on the piano. I wonder if it picked that up. Uh, scales and your arpeggios. And anyway, I'm always worried that, like, okay, so what if the, like, CEO of Spotify gets caught, like, running an illegal drug ring or something? They shut down Spotify, and then it's just gone. Yeah, I That's would... That's what, um, my friend Lauren had a Zune forever. Mm -hmm. Like, in college, a couple years ago. I think she still used her soon. And what what even company made that? That I was like have a... no idea. I can't even remember now. Um, she's probably screaming, because she's probably listening to this right now, and I just can't remember the specifics. But anyway, what she told me, because it came up uh, recently on a Jackbox game, one of the questions was, like, what is the, the music player from XYZ Company that I can't remember right now? And it was, like, the Zoom, the Zot, the whatever. Mm -hmm. like, and I knew it was a Zoom, because I knew that Lauren had one. Anyway, I told her about it, and she was like, 
yeah, we actually can't use it anymore because we had this subscription to, like, you could get unlimited free downloads or whatever. Mm. And she said they canceled that service, so they were all, like, just downloads from the whatever Zune store Mm -hmm. (laughs) or whatever it was. And she's like, and now those are all gone. Yeah. Because they shut down that service, and I only had, like, ones that I, like, loaded on there from CDs or something. Mm -hmm. I'm probably getting this all wrong, but it was something like that. Basically, they shut down the thing that she didn't have physical copies of, and so she just doesn't have all that music anymore and can't use her soon. So, listen, anytime I've ever been like, oh, but I need physical copies, what if they, people are like, oh, that'll never happen. Well, it happened to the Zune, okay? So it could happen to me. We're we're coming in a little hot here. I'll turn the mic down. I'm sorry, am I yelling? Yes. I'm yelling. Um, What? I don't even remember what I was talking about. Um, uh, delete I, space off your computer. Yeah, I had to delete stuff off my computer. Um, so, hopefully I can figure something out within the next week or so. Um, I am back to work now. And uh, after not working for a month and a half, it was like I was there for half a day. And I was like, yep, back to normal. Same old stuff. I was kind of hoping like things were going to be different. No. Nope. Uh, and that made me sad. Um, so unfortunately, I don't have time like I had, uh, but I wasted most of that time anyhow. So I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, on Thursday, I did a live stream with Lake Philadelphia, uh, which is, if you recall, my first band from my college days. Uh, we're getting getting the band back together. Uh, we've been playing some, working on some new songs, and we did a live stream on Instagram, and it is archived there. You can go watch it uh, on the Lake Philadelphia Instagram page. It's just at Lake Philadelphia. Uh, me and AJ playing some tunes. The cat shows up at some point. Because I typed uh, into the, like, in the chat. Oh, was that you? Yeah, I said, show us uh, Tanya. We want to see Tanya. Yeah. And then everybody agreed with me. Of course. Um... Uh, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, I recorded the the whole thing into my computer, uh, individual track-wise, and have somehow managed to delete the entire bass track. I feel like an absolute moron, and I hate myself now. Um, yesterday, uh, I drug Ivy out of the house for a bit, and we went to Menards, which is a magical place that makes me warm and fuzzy in all of the right spots. Uh... It's just aisles and aisles of knickknacks and stuff and things. Yeah, and like knobs and like it's like fixtures. It's like the biggest hardware duct store. Duct work. I love it. Also, be aware that we were wearing masks the whole time. Uh, they won't let you in without a mask. Uh, that is the correct behavior. So we went to Menards, and uh, because I had I had a vision, if you will, uh, a vision of a better tomorrow. <laughs> In, in which where my music corner was more organized with shelves. And I went, I want shelves! Uh, so we went to the Menards and we bought some of those um, very Ikea kind of furniture looking uh, square cube shelves. Cube organizer. Cube organizer. I believe is what they usually what, call them. What? Oh, it's the boxes facing the other way. Uh, it's a big, like, four foot tall, uh, f- four foot wide thing of cubes and I got the little uh, cloth basket things to put Mm -hmm. in them 
And now it's all full of pedals and cables and stuff. And it makes me so happy, and I want, like, ten more of them. Uh, so that's, that's fun. Uh, this coming Saturday, May 30th, I will be doing another live stream with the Zach Griffith Band on the Zach Griffith Band Facebook page, I think. We'll definitely link to where it's going to be on the Zach Griffith Band Facebook page, but we are doing a live stream uh, from a, a studio uh, that should be like pro audioed, uh, which should be hip. That would be hip. That is going on Saturday. Um, got some studio dates coming up uh, with the band Acronauts, uh, who are a very fun band, and I'm really excited to get these tunes down and get some stuff out with them. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I went to the record store. Um, I guess I should have put this in my things of the week, but I'll talk about it now. Um, the record stores are back open. Square's not open yet, but they're about to be, I think. Mm. Um, I went to the exchange in, uh, in Canton. Um, you gotta go to the one on Cleveland Street. Yeah, the other one's not very good. It's not as good. It's very tiny also, Um, and the parking lot is awful. The worst. Um, so, okay, so I went to the one on Cleveland Street, and I found, uh, Joni Mitchell Mingus... And then I found Ravi Shankar uh, at the Monterey Pop Festival, which is stupid. Uh, I was so excited. And then I found uh, a Japanese pressing of All Things Must Pass, which is one of my favorite records of all time. And I was super excited to find a ridiculous version of it. It's like Japanese writing all over it, and it's it's super cool. Like, I just mm-hmm. want to frame it. Like, yeah, it's, it's pretty so, sweet. It's cool. Um, yes, tomorrow, uh, the 25th, is Ray's birthday. She'll be five. Mm-hmm. Yes, good kitty. <laughs> um, I have a I have a bit of a, a gripe to gripe. A gripe. Um, if you'll indulge me, I suppose. Uh, since when did apps become all subscription apps? Explain. So I have been trying to experiment some more with doing like base videos. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still thinking about starting up another Instagram account. I'll keep you all posted on that. Um, but I wanted, like, a VHS filter mm-hmm. to make it look very 90s. And those are out there. But instead of paying, like, five bucks for an app, mm-hmm. it's, like, five bucks a month. Oh. I don't know. People want your money? That is, like... I'm not saying that's a good idea, but... Here's the thing. Like, if there was an app and it was five bucks, mm-hmm. I would have paid five dollars for an app. Yeah. But to sign up for an app for $5 a month, like, even if it was, like, a one-week free trial, yeah, and then it's $5 a month, like, I, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't, I don't feel the need to have to pay you every month to continue using an app. No. I think that's slightly ridiculous. I think the idea is that kids download it without realizing it's a subscription until it's, like, been a year and their parents realize they've paid $100 or whatever. Right. It's just to trick it's Kids. super crappy, and yeah. I hate it. Like, I went through, like, four or five apps, and I couldn't find one that was not subscription-based. Hmm. And, and I'm not saying, like, things like Netflix and Spotify make sense. Yeah, that it's a that's subscription a Because you are paying for not only the content, but all future content. Yeah. Like, you're paying every month for whatever is new that month. Yeah. So it's not like a static thing. But like with an app, you're pretty much getting a static thing. Unless yeah. they're adding new features every month. 
Like, that's crazy, right? Yeah. Pretty okay. much. It just, or, it, like, it, it makes sense for it to be, like, you can get the free version that has this, but if you want, you know, the professional version or whatever, then you have to have a subscription. Like, kind of makes sense right. But even, like, like, Microsoft Office. Yeah. You can't just buy Microsoft Word. You have to subscribe to it. No, you can just buy it, because that's what I'm about to do for my laptop. Oh. They don't make it easy, and they try and talk you out of it, but you can just buy a copy of Office. Oh. It's just, like, that just, it... But they don't want you It to. makes me uncomfortable. Like, I don't ha- want yeah. to have to worry about it. Like, I should be able to give you the five or ten bucks or whatever, download your app, and never have to worry about it again. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't buy those apps either. What the heck? <laughs> um, I'm sorry there was no music last week, and there will probably be no music this week. Oh, well. Um, I'm feeling... It... We went from doing absolutely nothing, and then it was like within two days of everything sort of opening back up, I'm entirely book solid every night forever. Um, and I've been feeling very uh, down in the dumps about myself and uh, music and life, and I don't feel motivated to work on anything. Can I tell you a magical word that you can use? What? It has two letters, and it sounds like no. Is it no? It's no. I... I know, but <laughs> it's a lot of my current self-worth is linked to how much music I'm playing and how the quality of that music. That might be with something other people to work on. It probably. Yeah. Um, but uh, sometimes I get home and I don't feel like working on music. I mean, uh, I understand that. I get home from work when I'm writing all day and then I don't want to write yeah. For myself. I'm so. also on the early shift, so when I was doing a lot of my music working was like at 2 in the morning, mm-hmm. and now I can't stay up that late, because uh, I'm a sleepy boy now. Because you have to and be there at 10. I have to wake up earlier. And we open tomorrow at 10. All right. I've talked enough now. <clears throat> Please talk. No. I'm glad I sang when I'm my not, voice was cracking. I'm not going to talk the rest of the podcast. It's all. It's all you. Alrighty, so here I am. Um, Me, I'm still staying home for the most part. I'm not going to work. I'm working from here. So nothing has changed with me, and I've done nothing of note. Um, However, I did finish season three of Haikyuu, which is the volleyball anime. Oh, my God. Uh, There were tears in my eyes, and I couldn't stop screaming, and I had to, like, bite a pillow. I was freaking out. And it was just a volleyball game, but it was the biggest volleyball game of my entire life. I don't get this excited about real sports. Ever. <laughs> it's so good. And the reason it's so good is because, like, you know the characters and you know that, like, what's important to them and you know how they've developed and grown since the beginning of the show. And that's why it's like you want them to win so bad that it just matters so much. And it was dramatic and stuff happened. And, ooh, it's so good. I don't want to give it away because everybody should watch it. But holy cow. Uh, it's amazing. Everyone should watch that show. So there's, there's a season four but they haven't dubbed it yet, and I've been watching the dub. So I don't know if I should just, like, suck it up and watch the sub, or if I should wait to see, like, eventually they'll probably dub it, but it could be a while, because I'm pretty sure season three came out in, like, 2018 or something, and just somewhat recently got dubbed, so I don't know if I should, like, make myself wait, or if I should just... hmm, Decisions. My life is difficult. Um... 
So anyway, there's that. That's the most exciting thing that's happened to me. Um, however, I laid out in the sun with my mom in her driveway last weekend, and I did get sunburnt, which is to be expected, even though I did wear sunscreen and, you know, tried to take all precautions. Uh, however, I only got sunburnt on, like, the tops of my boobs, so, like, my chest and also my left foot. Only my left foot. And my left foot got burnt really bad. I don't know why. It hurt for, like, four days, and it hurt a lot. It was just my left foot. I don't know if I forgot to put stuff on that foot, because I don't think so. I would have done... It's like that time I was in your mom's pool and only my arms got burnt. Yeah. And it was like, my arms got so burnt that it was like, did I forget to put stuff on my arms? Because I don't think so, but I guess I don't know. Anyway, my left foot, very sunburnt, uh, but it's okay now. Also, I am working on a cross-stitch type project. Uh, my mom recently cleaned out her sewing room, and she found a like a, like a cross-stitch kit type thing for um, making a pillowcase. And oh, actually, it's a set of pillowcases. They say his and hers. I'm pretty sure they were like a wedding gift or something. So these pillowcases are maybe older than me. I'm not positive. Um, but anyway, she started it like many years ago and then put it to the side and just put it in a cupboard somewhere. And it has recently been unearthed. And since I've been doing embroidery and such, I was like, eh, if you're not going to do it, I'll take it. Why not? I don't care. It's just something to do. So I almost finished the hers one that she, my mom had started several years ago. Perhaps before me. I don't even know. Um, so that's, that's what I'm doing. I think I prefer the embroidery to the cross stitch, like doing the little X's, but, I mean, it's whatever. It's basically the same. Hmm. Um, I had to go to FedEx three times this week. Uh, it was for shipping stuff for work, and I was trying to, like, wait and do everything at once, but then I was like, well, I should get these out, so I went the one day. And then uh, I was going to wait until the envelopes that I ordered came to send the rest, and then my boss was like, no, you should send the ones you have. So I had to go and pick up more envelopes, even though I ordered more envelopes that didn't come. And so then I went a second day, and then the third day I packaged up all the rest and went again. So I was at FedEx three days in a row. Um, and other than that, when we were outside yesterday, uh, it was hot. And I don't know if y'all know this, but I have long hair now, which is a thing that I haven't had since I was about 12. And I didn't know what it was like. And we were like out and I, we came out of the store and it was hot in the car. And I immediately had to put my hair up because I was like, it is so hot with my hair down around my face right now. I don't know how people do this. I could never. I've had my hair up like 90% of the time recently. <laughs> And by long hair, I mean it's slightly past my shoulders, which is the longest it's been in a very long time, probably ever. So, uh, I'm still trying to understand how this works. It's like a different language, but with hair. <coughs> so, uh, that's all I've been up to. It's not exciting. So, how about we do Random Opinions Corner? Oh, I forgot to write something down. Yeah, quick come up with something right now. Um, I... What are you, okay? Uh, I want to know your opinion <clears throat> on watching movies still on VHS tape. Um, very nostalgic. Nostalgic makes me feel like a child again. Um, I love the previews at the beginning and hearing the man say "soon to own" on video cassette, and um, the sound of a tape rewinding is uh, one of those, like, ASMR sounds that just takes you to a different plane of existence. The answer is yes. My opinion is yes. <laughs> what do you think? 
Uh, I like VHS tapes. Um, as uh, as terrible as they can be in mm-hmm. in sort of the long run, uh, because they don't last forever, <laughs> and uh, they can just break. My Pocahontas for no tape reason. was almost taken from me. Uh, the machine can eat them. It uh, tried, and I tried to kill the machine. There's a uh, there's a certain uh, there's a certain um, there's a certain magic to the VHS tapes. Yeah, that <clears throat> is lost, I think, in 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 like high def. Uh, well, it's the same thing as like Super Eight tapes and and listening to stuff on records. Like there's, mm-hmm. it has a thing to it. <clears throat> And I guess if that thing is desirable to you, it's it's a, a bonus thing. Um, I know there's some people that are like, "Yeah, that looks terrible," and it's like, "No, it's." I don't even notice that kind. That's of thing. That's how it's supposed to look. Unless it's like unbearable, I don't even notice. I'm yeah. <laughs> uh, I I've said many times that Star Wars is only meant to be watched on VHS tape because that's what. If we were in Star Wars, that could be the most up-to-date thing that they could have. Right. Because everything in Star Wars is on floppy disks. There's no Wi-Fi in Star Wars. So, like... <laughs> they're, like, they're they're in the Empire. They're, like, uh, they're flying in the asteroid field. And they're, mm-hmm. like, the Emperor wants you to call him. And he's, like, oh, we better move the Star Destroyer out of the asteroid field so we get better reception. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they do have video calls. Yeah, but they're, like... They're just as crappy quality as a Skype, yeah, a Zoom, because <laughs> they're always like there's they always have like lines going through them. I don't know what that's called, but like I don't know. You know how it's like flickering and there's like lines right. that go like up and like they're always like zzz in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like it still doesn't work. <laughs> that's like that's one of those things that I I really love about that universe mm-hmm. is some things are so futury and some things are so archaic, and I think it's. Yeah, like, we have laser robots that basically have artificial intelligence, but also we have to put the Death Star plans on a floppy disk. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, you can't just, um, can't just call somebody, you have to send some, like, send somebody a, a disk with your message on it. Yeah. That sort of thing. Exactly. The robots still need recharged. You can, like, hyper-jump across the galaxy, but you do need enough gas to do it. Right. (laughs) Well, that's something that they, I mean, really hadn't talked about until, like, Last Jedi. That's the first movie. Okay. That's, like, the first movie they mentioned that, like, yeah, you need gas. Like, we're out of fuel. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. But, I mean, still. Anywho. Anywho. That's what we think about VHS tapes. Star Wars technology. It's it's one of those things that, like, you kind of have to fight with it a little bit, but it's part of the magic. Yeah, that's part of the love. Yep. So should we do everyone's favorite segment now? Is it actually everyone's favorite? Yes, it's Things of the Week. (laughs) Things of the Week. Bob, would you like to go or would you like me to go? I just have a couple. Go ahead. Uh, the only music wreck I have this week, without sounding like a broken record, and then Ivy goes, "Oh, of course, Matt likes spoon. this spoon." Is it spoon? It was spoon. <laughs> uh, also, we listened to Steely Dan. Yeah, we did. Um, well, 
It's Spoon. The only music rec I have this week is White Denim, uh, who are super hip. Who's that? They're a rock indie rock band. Neat. You know the uh, cover with the with the, he has the shorts with the cactuses in them. I want to say yes, but I forget. Okay. But I think so. Also, uh, Keebler wafer cookies. Mm-hmm. Also, Ivy made stuffed peppers. And uh, Menards is a magical place. It is pretty magical. Also, my uh, my cube organizers. I love my cubes. My cubes? It, it's about the cubes. Good. I told Ivy I wanted like three more of them to just line the walls with so we can put all the stuff in there. <laughs> but she said no. I don't think we have enough stuff to put everything in there. We would have to get rid of all of our other cool shelves. I guess so. Is that it? We could um, put, like, books in them. We could use them as bookshelves. Yeah, I guess I feel like there would be a lot of empty space. I don't think they're the right size for books, personally. Well. Well. Good thing it's good and noisy in here. Hey, this week my things of the week include uh, the 1975 came out with another new album. It's called Notes on a Conditional Form. I haven't listened to the whole thing yet because for some reason I can't listen to new albums like... I have to work myself up to it anymore. I used to be the kind of person that, like, if they put it out, I would listen to the entire thing, like, at midnight the second it came out. Mm-hmm. And I just don't do that anymore. I don't know what it is. I put it off. Do you know what happens? What is happens? that all of the bands that we love don't make good music anymore? Mm. <laughs> that could be it. But, no, actually, I think this is probably really good. Because okay. um, all of the singles that, like, came out before the album or whatever were A+. But also, I was listening to The Neighborhood this week, and also All Time Low has a new album. I think it maybe came out last year, Um, but I finally listened to that, and that's really good. I don't think I've recommended that before. Um, I also had to, well, I guess I didn't have to, but anyway, um, somebody is being loud outside the door, and I would like to ask them to please shut their yaps. Um, So anyway, I said I finished up Haikyuu. I've almost finished up uh, my hero's almost done for the season because they're finally finishing up the dub. There's only one episode left, so it'll probably be next week. So I had started one called Oran High School Host Club a while back because uh, I'd been told it was cute. It is, like, super goofy and very silly and almost cringy sometimes, but it's only got one season, and I just decided to, like, finish it since I had watched, like, the first three or four or something. Um, it's about... There's, um, the main character's name is Haruhi, and she goes to a new school for some reason, but it's like a rich kid private school, but she's not a rich kid. But anyway, I guess in Japan or something, Haruhi is usually a boy's name, so they send her, like, a boy's uniform, so she wears it, and everybody thinks she's a boy. And then she stumbles onto the host club, which is basically where the rich girls pay the boys in the host club to flirt with them, which is, like, a thing in Japan. And... She ends up, like, breaking a really expensive teapot or something, and since she's not rich, she can't pay them back for it. So they say, like, well, they still think she's a boy. And they're like, okay, well, you can be one of the hosts, and you'll work off your debt to us, basically. Um, And then, like, at the end of the first episode, they find out she's actually a girl. But they're like, but the girls like you because they think you're, like, a sensitive feminine guy, and we don't have one of those, so you keep pretending to be a boy until you pay off your debt of what you owe us. So it's, but it's super, like... It's just very silly. And then, like, of course, all the boys are getting crushes on her now. Right. So, um, it's funny. It's very silly and stupid, but it's fun. Um, It's on Netflix. Also, I wanted to give a shout-out to the Mainstays 11x17 poster frame that I'm now pointing to behind me. 
Um, it's like the like the Walmart store brand, but I had bought these 11 by 17 prints and I needed frames to put them in. And the cheapest ones I could find was it was literally cheaper to buy three of these, even though I only needed two, than it was to buy like two individual ones mm -hmm. from anywhere else. So I bought the pack of three and I'll just hold on to the other one until I need it. But anyway, they came and I thought they were going to be like, you know, those super cheap, like this poster frame that I'm now pointing to that people can't see. That's like, it's basically like plexiglass or like plastic. Yeah. Like it's super cheap. That's what I thought I was getting, but it's fine because like, it's just a hang on the wall. It doesn't have to be fancy. They're, these are like actual glass and they were like less expensive than some of the crappier ones that I saw. So if you need 11 by 17 poster frames, which aren't that easy to find. Yeah. There you go. Now that um, I'd like to point out, we've been uh, casually trying to find a new place to live. But yeah. I think at this point, like, we've got some great artwork on the walls now. And now yeah. it's, it's time for us to move. Yeah, I love my gallery wall. Like, my random stuff above my desk gallery wall. Let's, uh, all right, here's, here's a, uh, let's give the people a quick audio tour okay. of our things on the wall. Things uh, of the wall. Things of the wall. Bye. Starting directly behind I Ivy. Uh, what going, were you going to call me? Ivy. Ivy. <laughs> uh, going clockwise around the room. Uh, we have Bold and Brash, uh, which I got Ivy for Christmas. Uh, it's like a, what is that, 11 by 7. It's not that big. Yeah, something like that. Ten, ten by six. Uh, I mean, it's slightly bigger than an eight by ten, I think. Okay, uh, it's it's bold and brash from SpongeBob. Look yeah. it up. Um, and then we have two of the the two posters Ivy was talking about with uh, Kiki's delivery service and My Hero. And then we have that one diner painting. Excuse me. What's it called? This is called Nighthawks by Edward Hopper. There you go. Uh, that's a big poster. That's like a that's like a two foot by three footer. Um, then directly behind me, we have a picture uh, that my sister took of Devil's Tower in, um, where is that, New Mexico? Uh, yes. Um, they, she went there and she took that picture. Um, if you've seen uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, it's one of my favorite movies of all time, and that place is important. Um, I won't spoil it for Ivy. Uh, and then we have a holographic Abbey Road above the closet, uh -huh. um, immediately followed by Bob Dylan in the studio. I'm assuming for um, Highway 61. I think that's where that was taken. But he's playing a jazz bass, and it's dope. <laughs> uh, then around the corner, uh, in my little music corner, we have all my concert posters uh, for with b various bands I've played with, and there's a couple Come Win ones. And then we have uh, two records framed on the wall, the two uh, vinyl albums that I am on. Uh, the Where the Hell is Akron, Ohio, Volume 2 compilation, and the Low Siders LP. And then we have uh, the Star Wars marquee poster that my sister got me, followed by 2001 A Space Odyssey poster, and then Vertigo in the corner. And then, um, this is taking much longer than I anticipated. No, I like it. I'm having All fun. Right. Then opposite corner, we have uh, the Bob-Oms from the Bob-Om land uh, in uh, Mario 64. If you recall, in the game you jump into paintings to get into the worlds, and I have a print of the painting of the first level in Mario 64, which is probably my favorite level and definitely my favorite uh, artwork. Yeah. Um, I love that picture. Yeah. That's I like one, that we have that. Probably my favorite. Um, Nah, I don't know if that's true. I love it a lot. Mm -hmm. um, next to that is a, like, two-by-seven-foot uh, <laughs> blueprint of the USS Akron Zeppelin um, that I've had that. I've had that forever. 
Um, mm-hmm. And we got it. I like that. We got it at the uh, the Akron Air Museum oh. place. Um, they did something. That it, it was at the fact at the at the blimp hangar. Oh. I think that's where we bought those from. But yeah, it's a blueprint. That's really cool. And then we have the sort of hodgepodge wall of there's some of Ivy's embroideries up there. I have a um, the blue or the the patent for the Lego bricks. Um, there's a, a Beatles montage. Matt holds the patent for Lego bricks. Yes. Um, there's some uh, paintings. I don't know what that top one is. What one? The one in the top. It's like the sunset. Uh, Brie did that. Brie did that. Brie Forney did that. Uh, and then we have... We have Anna's Pikachu. Anna's Pikachu, which I love a lot. We have uh, lyrics to Blackbird that Tabby painted for me. A print from Dorkface. Three of my embroideries. And a Beatles sort of uh, collage that my parents bought me on the street in New York City. There you go. And then... Uh, Lastly, we have the uh, dry erase board, which has not changed in several years. Yeah. Um, if we tried to erase it now, I don't know that it would. I don't know. Should I See, it's like part of me wants to erase it to draw more stuff. But, but I love what's there. I know. <laughs> I'm very attached to it. And that's what's in our house. We're adorable. And uh, our dry erase board is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, highlights include uh, Doodle Bob. And uh, my my pizza man. I do love your pizza man. And uh, I drew Michigan J Frog. Yep. I drew a bird with really long legs. He's very funny. Who else is on there? Homsar. Uh, the elephant drinking out of the cup is very funny. Yeah. Cookie's cat. Cookie's cat is very good. The snooze. Snooze. My concept art for uh, the snooze is a uh, a children's book which I am yet to yet to have written. And my hedgehog. And the hedgehog. I All like right. how I draw hedgehogs. That was a the tour only other thing of the apartment. <laughs> now that that's over, now that my <laughs> horrific incident of terror is over, uh, the only other thing I was going to say is I bought golden Oreos, and I've eaten almost the whole pack already. Ivy seems to think that golden Oreos are better. I do think um, that, because it's true Oreos. and I'm right. Um, and I'll start yelling if you start to refute me. <laughs> Things of the week. <laughs> I don't, it's not that I, I don't not like I already said bop. Those con- conversations are over. Now you've distorted the microphone. Beep, bop. You've upset the microphone. Beep, boo, boo, bop, boo, boo, bop. All right, so, um... Now we're back. I'm done with a coughing fit because I forgot how to swallow water when I was drinking, and Matt came back from the bathroom. Um, That's what you, you missed. Thank you for telling everyone that. Yes. Um, so I made a comment that uh, all the bands that we love don't put out good music anymore. Uh, in 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 that vein, but not not really. Mm. Um, oh, okay. Um, so well, I guess we'll find out. Mm. It's review time, and we we are reviewing the new Strokes album. What's it called? It's called the New Abnormal, uh, which is not a great title. No, and uh, I'm not a fan of the album art. Eh, yeah, but uh, it came out this year. It's the sixth uh, Strokes LP. Um, and their first in a minute. Uh, the, the last one, most recent one, came out in 2013. And uh, everyone thought the strokes were done for sure. And now they're back. Hmm. Poor timing. Um, <coughs> yeah. So, uh, I feel like this album is met with mixed reviews. Um, 
all of the uh, hardcore Strokes fans I know didn't like it that much. Mm-hmm. I could see why. I am not a hardcore Strokes fan, and I enjoyed it. So, let's get into it. What did you think? Um, I think it should have been an EP with just the first three songs, is what I think. And I'll get into that. What did you think? I, um, I liked it pretty much, um, with a few exceptions. Um, to me, it's sort of, I'm always a little skeptical when there's a big gap like this. Mm-hmm. Um, between albums, like, oh, is it going to be the same? Is it not going to be the same? Um, I think this feels pretty much like a kind of classic Strokes album. Like, they didn't do anything incredibly groundbreaking, but it was also a little bit like I sort of heard what I wanted to hear from a new Strokes album. Interesting. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, what things did you like about the album? Um, I think the vocals overall are, like, spot on. Mm-hmm. Not that, um, you know, whoever, whatever his name is, isn't great, usually, but, like... Casablancas? Yeah. Um, Julian? Yes. Yes. I did it. Um, I mean, he's got a great voice to begin with, but I just think, like, throughout the album, I think the vocals are really good. So, that was probably my favorite part. Um, I do enjoy the, like, 80s vibes. I do enjoy the, like, electronic vibes of it. Mm-hmm. Um... In a very general sense, like, that is sort of music that usually appeals to me, and it's not something that I was like, ew, why are the Strokes doing this? It was just like, oh, it's kind of like they're putting the Strokes thing on on top of this, like, more electronic sort of, oh, sound, I guess. Um, so that's good. Um, the songs that I like the most are the first three on the album. It's Adults Are Talking, The Adults Are Talking, Selfless, and Brooklyn Bridge to Chorus. Um, I can dig all of those. I thought they were fun and catchy and good songs. And that's about it. Okay. What did you like about it? Um, I like that it seemed maybe slightly moodier for the Strokes. Mm. Um, I'm not super hip on, like, their most recent several albums. Um, I listened to the first three or so quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember not liking the Angles album as much. Um, but I... I mean, I think, like everyone, everybody loves the first Strokes album. Yeah. And everything they're ever going to do for the rest of their lives is going to get compared to that. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I don't think that's their only good album, and I think they've consistently put out good stuff. Um, and I, I think this one feels still like a Strokes album, which is good. Um, again, it seems a little moodier. Um, you get the kind of 80 synths, uh, which um, probably my favorite song on this was At the Door, which was the first single. Ivy's giving me a shocked look. Is that your least favorite song? Do you hate it? I... Isn't this the album you said there are two songs that are really bad? No. What song? What album were you talking about when you said, like, it's really good except for two songs that are really bad? That was uh, Carsey Harrest. Oh, okay. Anyway, I thought this was what you said that about, because I have the two songs that are really bad written down. Oh. <laughs> the two songs that I couldn't even listen to the whole thing. So here's the thing. At the Door is super artsy, and it's super minimal, and and when... Here's what happened. We were playing the Spotify game, mm-hmm. which we've talked about on the program before. The program. The program. Um, 
And this song came on, and I was like, I don't know what this is. And Ivy was like, oh, it's The Strokes. And I was like, the what now? And uh, and then I was like, oh, my God, it's new Strokes music. And I was super excited because I thought that's how this whole album was going to be. Mm. Like, super minimalist, moody, like, synthesizer stuff. Uh, and then it was not so much that. Um, I, I, that one, I really liked that song. I, I really liked... I think the first three are pretty solid. I also like the other single, which was uh, Bad Decisions. Um, okay. I'm just shaking your head. Uh, well, let me let me just... You're, you're welcome to your opinion. I'm just reacting. Okay. Um, let me go on to the things that I also I liked again. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it, it sort of has the things I expect from a, a, a Strokes album. Um, it's very separate and distinct, but working well together guitar parts. I think that's one of the things that makes The Strokes such a great band, is that the guitars are usually doing something entirely different from each other, mm-hmm. and they both have a very distinct voice. Like, you can always tell um, which guitar is Albert Hammond Jr. and which one... I can't even remember the other guy's name now. Crap. The lead guitar player. I don't remember his mm-hmm. name. Um, but it's very distinct guitar parts, but they work really well together. Um, it feels very live, um, like on a lot of these sort of more classic-y sounding stroke songs, it, there's not that many overdubs, it doesn't feel like. Um, it feels like they could have played this in a room together. Um, it has that kind of rough-around-the-edges, uh, sort of lo-fi-y, strokes-y sound that, you know... Yeah, that's a good point, I should have um, said that. Yeah, it's and that was one of the things that I was like a little scared of, like that they were going to go super polished. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has that kind of rough, uh, sort of, you know, cassette tape, kind of sound to yeah, it. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, it feels like a Strokes, strokes record, and that's uh, that was my main concern. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the most part, I enjoyed it. Um, so, I'm I'm scared now. Uh, what uh, <laughs> grievances do you have to air? Uh, after the third song, I just thought it was boring. Mm. I was super bored the whole time. I don't... I don't have that much... I don't think they're bad songs, necessarily. I just don't think they spoke to me, hmm. necessarily. Um, the two songs I didn't like especially were Eternal Summer and At the Door. Hmm. Um, there was a lot of noise going on, just, like, weird electronic noise and stuff. Like, there's some kind of, like, alarm-type sound in Eternal Summer, and I was like, it had a minute left, and I was like, I can't listen to this anymore. Like, I switched it. Yes. I didn't even finish the song. It was awful. I did not like it. Um, At the Door wasn't quite as bad, but I also didn't care for it. It just... Is not it, my thing, I guess. See, that, that doesn't surprise me so much, though. Bleep bloops. That, <laughs> exactly. Um, that that seems way more like the thing that I would think is yeah. cool, and you're like, this is boring, Matt. Why yeah. do you like this? Yeah, like, I can, it's not that I think they just, like, threw stuff together. Like, I, I understand that it was, like, arranged, and, like, it's mm-hmm. supposed to be like that and everything. I don't think it was just, like, poorly made. It just does not appeal to me, in the least. And even the songs... That weren't as like experimental. That were a little bit more just like regular indie rockish songs, but more electric sort of feeling. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess my other point is that some of the songs were like five minutes long, mm-hmm. and they didn't do anything for the last like minute. Yeah, and it just didn't do it for me. It was boring. I just felt like I was just waiting, waiting for something to happen that never happened. I guess. Mm-hmm. Just didn't get me excited. It was just like another song. Yeah. I just I don't think it was bad. It was just boring. So, 
Okay. What are what grievances have you, Jair? Um, I will I will second. Eternal Summer was my least favorite song. Yes, yeah. for sure. Um, the uh, on the song that's what is it? Why are Sundays so depressing or something? Mm-hmm. Good song um, title. There's a, a weird like filtery like thing like mm-hmm. auto wah filter that's going on. It's super annoying, uh, and I, mm-hmm. I don't really get that. Um, the last song, Ode to the Mets, is too long. Yeah. And there's, like, a singular repetitive Mellotron melody that is the entire song. Yeah. And I was like, this seems lazy. Uh, Could I, be. I yeah. just, it's, it was boring to me. And for that to be the sort of last song on the album, I was kind of like... Hmm. Yeah, your last song should be a banger. Yeah. A slow burn banger is the way you end an album. Yeah. Um, I... Wanted more uh, eighty synths, more eighty synths. I wanted. You say. I wanted. I was. I was. I'm all in for at the door. Usually, you want less eighty synths. I. I this is true. <clears throat> this is interesting. But I like that song a lot. So I, we'll listen to the 1975 next week, so you can have more eighty synths. But there are too many eighty synths. Now you just said. Here's the thing, though. No, here's here's the difference. Is that the 1975 think they're in the eighties. They're trying to be an '80s band. Mm, I disagree. But I think I think '80s synths in a modern context are hip. All right. I think '80s synths trying to be in an '80s context are tacky. I disagree, but we can agree to disagree. Okay. Um, there was auto tune on this. Was there? There was, mm. and I think that's silly. Um, so where uh, was it? Do you remember? In not there was no particular places, but I did notice it, and what I did notice it, it was jarring. Hmm. Um, Maybe I was bored and not listening close enough because, like, I that is couldn't have told. If case. you asked me, like, was there auto tune, I'd have been like, I am not sure. Um, like used artistically or just sort of like in there? No, because... I think it was in there to like fix stuff. Oh, really? Yes. Interesting. After I was like, the vocals are really good. Yeah, I think they are, and he has a great voice. Yeah, and I, th- I mean, he is a great singer. Yeah. So that was a little confusing to me. Hmm. Um, maybe it was just to fix a, a thing here or there. Maybe he but, like had a sore throat, but they had to get it done. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Um, well, they took long enough to work on it. Uh, I mean, it it just the times I noticed it, it was a it was strange and jarring, and it. Like, I would have rather him been out of tune. Like, that feels more like a Strokes record yeah. to me. Like, it would have been somehow permissible. Right. Because mm-hmm. it feels like it feels gritty and kind of raw and like... Yeah. Hell yeah. Sing yeah, it that would have been Sing better. it out of tune. Um, but yeah, there was one or two places I noticed it. Mm. Um, it that's, that's... I think that's about all of my... Um, all of my complaints. So how about a rating? Um, I think it's a pretty good listen. Um, I enjoyed it mostly. Uh, I think that it does not entirely deserve the bad rap that the hardcore strokes people are giving it. Um, Again, people like to be mad when their faves do something slightly different. Right. So. And it's, I think really what it is, is like the hardcore strokes people are just like, well, it's not as good as is this it, so it can't be a great record. Mm-hmm. Um, you peaked too early, boys. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's kind of the curse of the strokes. Yeah. Like, they've talked about it sucks, because they're like, they're like, we've been happy with other albums, and people, and people don't, people don't yeah. care. Yeah. 
Um, so, I mean, I think it's still pretty good, but uh, it does have its shortcomings. I, I said like a 7.9. 7.9, you say? It, 8 felt too high. All right. So it's it's not... 7 felt too low, 8 felt too high. I... I enjoyed it. I... I gave it a 5. Mm. I just don't feel really one way or the other that much about it. Um... I am not likely to listen to it much again, um, but I don't think it's, like, not worth listening to. It's kind of a, oh, if you feel like it, sort of listen. I think those first three songs are pretty good hmm. and maybe worth a listen. Um, much prefer the older stuff. Um, I think the older stuff might even, like, hold up better, even though it's... This is newer, but it, it sounds... Old. It sounds like 80s, mm. but like not in the way that I like, apparently. Because <clears throat> I like stuff like that, but it, this just didn't do it. Yeah. So I don't think it'll age very well because it already feels dated to me, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Mm. I don't know exactly how to explain how, if it's like the. I think it was mostly like the tone of like the guitars and the synth or whatever it was. I don't know. Mm. I didn't care for like the, the sound tone of it for some reason. See, that's so funny, because it, it sounds like a Strokes album to me. See, I don't... It sounded different. Hmm. I don't know how to explain it, so I, I'll just not try and make <laughs> words anymore, but I was not terribly impressed, but I don't think it's awful. Okay. I wouldn't trash it, but I would just... Meh. Meh. Um, I'd like to point out that we said that uh, I'm usually the dissenting opinion on albums, and I think this is one of the rare times, like, I've... I've fairly rated something higher than you. Yeah, generally. Uh, I think maybe, like, Animals I think I rated higher, and uh, Pedro the Lion I think I rated higher. Mayhaps. But, but everything else I think I've rated lower than you. I think, yeah, most of the time. Oh, well. Oh, well. We done it. Review. Review. Now it's game time. And for today's game time, we decided to return to our newest game, which is the pitch game. Pitches. Uh, Pitchinary was one of the ones. Joni Pitchell was one of the names we threw around. Um, it's Brittany Pitch. <laughs> anyway, the way that the pitch game works is we have chosen a topic uh, of discussion, and we've both uh, come up with ideas, or pitches, if you will, of uh, things that it could uh, include or things we would change about it to make it better. Uh, we did this with Mario Kart a couple weeks ago. I had a good time. You had a good time, I think. And so we wanted to try it again, but with something entirely different. Uh, speaking of pitches, I said that ha. we should come up with ideas of how to make baseball better. Ha. <laughs> I, I literally wrote uh, game, pitches, dash, baseball, parentheses, LOL. I'm glad that you noticed as well. Um, so here come our pitches, but um, uh, for baseball. Here come the Sun King. Correct. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Uh, you can go first. All right. Um, all of my suggestions are stupid. I'd like to preface with that. And with that said, here we go. Uh, the pitcher should be awarded style points for how wacky their stance and wind up is. <laughs> uh, you know how in like a video game, if you like. You know, in Mario Kart, if you do a flip, you get a boost. Yeah. This is like, you know, if the pitcher does a weird stance or a weird wind-up, uh, there should be some kind of, like, style meter that, like, 
every time they do a fancy thing, it, like, ticks up to one, and then, like, after ten, you get, like, a fourth strike or something. (laughs) (laughs) Style points for pitchers. Um, The best part of any baseball game is when they get the mascots out and make them do a race, so I think there should be an inning where they let the mascots try and play baseball in the mascot costumes. (laughs) Um... Or there's just, like, a whole team of mascots that come out, like, during the seventh inning stretch or something, and they, like, try and play, like, a couple pitches of baseball, but, like, wearing giant hot dog costumes. Sure. Um, That would be important to me. Um, Three. This is an actual suggestion that I think would add some spice to the uh, age-old game of baseball. If you are at third base and you can get around home and to first base again, you can run the bases again. Hmm. So you get a run for getting home. You get the run for getting home, but if you keep going, you have to get to first. Right. Or else you're out and you don't get the home if you keep going. That's interesting. I like that. That's like, you know, spicy rules. Spicy baseball rules. I like that. Because you could only, there would, because if somebody just batted and they're on first, then you obviously can't do it. Right. So it's not going to be something that you could do every time, like even attempt, because there's often going to be someone on first. You know, right? Um, I don't know how that would work with the rule of like if the person who batted gets out, you have to like go back, which is like my least favorite rule of baseball. So if somebody bats and you're on third and they get like somebody in outfield catches it, you have to go back to third base or they can tag you out. Oh, like you're even if you got a run, it doesn't count. You have to go back. Oh, that's stupid. Yeah, that's my least favorite rule of baseball. And because sometimes I'm like, well, how come he had to go back that time? But I didn't. I get confused. Um, Anyway, I think if you get from third to first again, and you don't get out, you should get to run again. So once you get to first, you get that point that you scored no matter what, Mm -hmm. even if you get out at second or something. But if you can get around again, you can get a second point. Sure. Um, This is also a real suggestion. Don't let baseball players have white uniforms. (laughs) You're going to slide. You're going to get dirt on it. Somebody has to wash that. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of in my life. No white uniforms in baseball. At least not white pants. Oh. Boop. Um, maybe white jerseys would be okay, but no white pants in baseball or socks. Um, but they're the white socks. No. Not anymore they're not. They're going to be the green socks <laughs> The now. Argyle socks. The Argyle socks. What a good baseball team. Um, and my last pitch is uh, trampolines in the outfield. There are, like, three, um, like, in-ground trampolines. That, like, if you happen to be running to catch a pitch, you can boing, and you can jump up and catch it. Extreme outfielding. Yeah. That would make baseball very exciting. That's my pitches. Thank you, Sharks. Uh, I hope you decide to invest in uh, spicy baseball, as I've called it. Okay. I, um... I I should say, I just had another idea for my mascots. What if it was, like, you have to bring, like a roster of mascots to the game and, like, the mascots play a real inning, like, from both teams. Yeah. And, like, whichever team wins gets to keep the points that were scored in the ma- in the, in the mascot inning. Oh, that's interesting. That would make very spicy baseball. That would. Because then you have a whole roster of people who are good at playing baseball in mascot uniforms. Because, like, that's their job is to come and be in the ma- mascot inning. I almost keep saying matchbox instead of mascot for some reason, and I don't know why. Anyway, that's I'm done now. Okay. So, um, all of Ivy's uh, suggestions were kind of goofy. Most of them were. 
Mine are mostly just complaining about organized sports in general. That's fine. Uh, so in in my thinking of how to make baseball better, I'm just like, wow, I, th- there's a lot of things about uh, sports that make me mad. Oh, here's one. Um, beer should probably be cheaper. Uh, how to make baseball better. The food and the beer and the stuff should be cheaper. That's, uh, that's my number two uh, point. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. Uh, number one, uh, they need to make the ball a brighter color <laughs> so that I can see it. This is a very good suggestion. Um, when we went to see the Indians last time, I would see the ball get pitched because mm-hmm. of the contrast ac- uh, against the green grass. And mm-hmm. then as soon as it hit, I couldn't see it. Um, I think that's stupid. I should know where the ball is. But uh, I should put LEDs on it. I mean, like, softballs are neon green. Yeah. They're also bigger. Well, yeah. I'm not saying they should make them bigger. I shouldn't. I'm just saying they should make them like neon green or red, you know, so that you can see the thing. Uh, no, that's the tradition of baseball is you can't see nothing. I guess. And you're so. always in danger of being hit in the face. Like I, li- I literally like they they'd hit it. I'm like, what? Oh, there it is. It hit the <laughs> ground over there. Like, um, yeah. That's a, like that, I don't know how they see it. I, I don't know. That's a personal gripe. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, just make it, like, red or some sort of bright, reflective color so that I can see it. That seems fair. Um, number two, uh, listen, we already paid for tickets. Mm-hmm. We already paid for parking. Sell food at a reasonable price. But you're, you're trapped you there. You already got us. Like, that's but just... concessions is how they make the majority of their money. The, I don't the, like, care. Arena. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just explaining. It's, it's just absolutely a dick move. Oh, yeah. Every time. Yes. Um, but then tickets would have to be more expensive. No, they wouldn't. There's no way they still don't make enough money. I don't know. We'd have to see. That is that is my number one complaint about literally any place. Is that a beer is like $8? Or, and it's not even like beer. It's like... Oh, I want a hot dog. Oh, it's like $10 for a hot dog. No, hot dogs are the one cheap thing. Hot dogs are like $3. That's still too much money for a hot dog. I mean, sure, but they're not as... Like, if you want, like, um... Oh, I'm trying to think of something. Yeah, beer's like I mean, like a hamburger or, like, if you want, like, pulled pork or something, it's gonna be $10. Right. Um, yeah, there, Disneyland... Yeah. Uh, Cedar Point. Anywhere you're trapped. Any, like, professional sporting event. It's just absolutely stupid. Extortionate. It just, it makes me angry. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like, oh, we have to charge this much money because, oh, it's hard to get this or that there's... No. You know how many people are going to be there. Have sufficient mood, food. Mood? Charge a reasonable price for it. And guess what? You're going to sell more. It's crazy. Yikes. Just they should have asked you. It just makes me angry. When they were setting the prices, here's, they should have asked here's you. Here's what happens. is that they're like, ha-ha, we got them. They won't, uh, they'll have to pay us more money. Nope, I'll die. <laughs> guess I'll die. Like, Matt sees that a hot dog costs $3. Also, Matt, guess I'll die. Guess I'll die. <laughs> $3 for a bottle of water? Dehydration, here I come. Um... Here's, uh, here's my one uh, suggestion that actually might be a real suggestion that I think would be interesting. I think that when a team is up to bat, mm-hmm. they should be allowed a small number of players in the outfield as defense players. That is a great plan. Like, if they catch it, then they get to, like, the next base or something. Yes. 
I love it. Or, you know, it's like um, if... Or they just trying to push the other outfielders down. No, no, no. It's not like a contact. <laughs> They're thing. trying to catch it. Right. So, like, let's say um, you whack the ball out into the outfield. Mm-hmm. Your team is out there. Yeah. He catches it. Then you get to, like, keep your base. Yeah. That or or you get to advance one. Or if the other team picks it up and goes to throw it to get you out, you can mm-hmm. intercept that ball and, like, stop it. So what, you get maybe, like, two people out there as your defense because there's three outfielders or, or even? Yeah. I would, I, would, I would say, like, slightly less than... Yeah, that's why I was thinking two, maybe. I think that would be interesting. Like, obviously, if you get the ball, you can't just keep running. Like, yeah. you get to go to the next base and then it has to stop. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That is a cool rule. That that can be incorporated into spicy baseball. Um, maybe you get like one infielder who can. Uh, so like instead of a shortstop, you get like between first and second. Yeah. It's because that's the only place they could really be. <laughs> Defensive players in baseball. Yeah, I like that. Um, that's very interesting. I think that would make the game more exciting. Um, number four. Uh, there's so many baseball games. Yeah, they do play too many. There's, like, the preseason, and then the season, and then the pre-post-season, and then the postseason, and then the playoffs, and then the finals. And then the post-finals, and then the winter league. And you're just like, <laughs> when does the baseball end? Never. Uh, uh, or at least they should, like, market it better. There's just, like, these are the games, and then the games end. We'll see you next year. It's just, it's confusing yeah. to me. I get you. Like, they're like, oh, it's the postseason, but it's actually the finals? Well, anything that's postseason is anything that's after the regular season. So See, but that's just dumb Like, the postseason isn't its own thing. It's all of the stuff that comes after. Postseason. After season. Right. But why why is that not to still the season? Because it, it doesn't count towards... Like, your record for the season is what determines if you... Like your Those are called championships. Placing. No. You're not listening at all, so you just go ahead. I'm trying to explain to you, and you don't want to listen. You don't want to know. I'm just I'm trying to explain to you how dumb some of this stuff is. Um, and my, my last uh, suggestion is uh, baseball-specific, is market appropriately. Here, all right, here's a thought that I've had many times about baseball. Mm-hmm. Baseball is, like, they had it right in the 20s. It's like a gentlemanly sport. Ah. And, uh, oh, wouldn't it be a fine day to go to the baseball park? Oh, yes, and we get our popcorn, and we sit and we watch the <laughs> baseball men. It's not like, the exciting sporting event of the year, it's baseball. Like, that's not how baseball is, and that's mm-hmm. how they bill it sometimes. Sometimes, I'll give you that. Like It's also sometimes like a man sitting in an organ going, doodly doo doo Exactly. Doodly doo 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 Like it's kind of a hokey game. Yeah. Like the fact that there's still like everyone has like baggy striped pants. Yeah. And uh, like it's kind you of have go- to wear a belt and a hat. Yeah. It's like it's kind of goofy. Uh, and they they bill it with the same enthusiasm as like boxing. I don't know that that's necessarily true, but I can see where you're coming from. You know, they just like, like when they when they put in like the closing pitcher. There's always like a very intense like rock and roll song and like flames on the scoreboard. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like my favorite part. But or like you know on the TV spots and stuff, they bill it like it's as crazy as like football is, and it's just not. 
I'll give it to you. It is. It is mostly. I don't see it as quite the it same. It is mostly a turn-based, mundane game. And then there's three guys in hot dog costumes that fall exactly. down. Exactly. <laughs> That's my favorite part. And then they shoot you with t-shirt cannons. Like they shouldn't. They should. All right. Here's 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 a bonus suggestion. <laughs> I think we need to go back to 1920s rules. You should not be allowed in the baseball stadium unless you have like a hat and a tie. <laughs> it's like the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, so you don't have to deal with, like, drunken idiots in front of you, because those people aren't allowed in anymore. This is a fancy sport. No one would go to baseball games anymore. I would go to a baseball game. I'd get to wear a hat. You'd be a fancy lad. (laughs) I am having a realization right now. What? I need to make sure that other baseball teams, and not just the Cleveland baseball teams, do a hot dog race. (laughs) I just got really nervous that other people don't know the joy of the hot dog race. Is that only in Cleveland? Do we need to look that up? I'm I'm going to be upset if there's no hot dog race. Let's uh, let's let's take a brief pause and do some uh, research. Okay. All right. So I've done my research. Um, it appears that a mascot race is not uncommon in many baseball stadiums around our great country. Um, there are several that do do hot dog themed ones, including Cleveland, the Sugardale Hot Dog Derby. Um, it looks like. Um, this one has the three different hot sauce packets from Taco Bell. <laughs> Where are the Astros from? I don't even know what city that is. Houston. That sounds right. Um, the Royals do a hot dog derby. We do a hot dog. Uh, what, Pittsburgh Pirates? That's right, isn't yeah. it? Um, they do pierogies. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, That's, the Marlins, that seems about right. The Marlins do sea critters. Um, a lot of people do, like, big bobblehead, like, real human people oh. mascots, which is weird. Um, I don't like that. The Nationals do presidents. I don't like that. <laughs> um, Wisconsin does sausages. I like that. So it doesn't it doesn't appear that the, the hot dog race is necessarily an Ohio thing, which okay. I am glad about. Because if everybody else in the world was a stranger to the hot dog race, I would just be crushed. That is the greatest joy one can experience, is watching the hot dog race I at disagree. a baseball game. Um, so anyway, with, with that research done and put away, uh, that's the pitch game. Uh, let us know which, uh, which pitches you would pick up, uh, what things you would add to baseball. I feel like mine are uh, slightly more practical. I, here's what you did, is except for your um, defense idea, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yours were all like from the perspective of you as a viewer of the baseball game, and mine were all rules for the baseball players. Yes. We just thought about it differently. I cannot do the sports and uh, am, <laughs> and, am and, uh, uh, generally angry. So uh, Cannot put yourself into the shoes of a professional baseball player? No. No. Um, that's fine. I mean, I, it's not, I don't not like things about baseball. I think it's mostly a good thing. Like, as far as most of the sports go, I would think that you would like baseball for some reason. Because it's not so, like, just beating people up of a sport as some can be. Yeah. So I thought that you would like baseball, but apparently it's not your favorite thing. I just can't see the ball when they hit it. (laughs) Well, wear your glasses next time. Because then you can uh, read the words on it. Because your glasses are for close-up. Good. So I think that's the show. Thanks for listening. We're going to get out of here, and I want to build some roller coasters.
just, I, I don't know if we can afford to go down this rabbit hole. What do you mean? Just we have right, all the time in the right world. Now. I'm so excited. Uh, Ray is wandering around, wondering what we're doing, in case anyone wanted to know. Everybody um, wish Ray a happy birthday. Yes, yeah, send us uh, your birthday wishes for Ray. She wants to read them herself because she is our social media manager. Um, if you have any questions, suggestions, or birthday wishes to send, you can go to sleepingsituation at gmail.com, send us a message, or hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Comment on our website if you want to. People have done that, like, two times, maybe. I think there are comments on there, but we might not see those. Who knows? Uh, who knows? You knows. Um, that's it. We're gonna get out of here. Thanks for listening. Uh, stay safe. We love you. Bye. Bye.